Also, Jamie, I just want to give you a, a yes for showing restraint and saying, what did you say? You can love something but not drink the juice? Like that, there was, <laughs> there was, <laughs> that was a foothill of tragedy that so you just navigated. For, that's a lesson for people everywhere. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number 472 of the podcast. I'm your host, Lance McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to the life of idiocy. We're committed to educating you on things that entertain but do not matter. To find out more about these autumnal, these autumnal pursuits. No, autumnal's fine. Autumn's bad. Autumnal is cool. Oh, it's different? You said that. You said that like two episodes ago. Okay, to find out more about these autumnal pursuits, check us out at noxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Popcast, and we're on Twitter at PopcastPod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be doing the nose of fall. But before we do that, do you like when we recap stuff that you despise Bachelor Nation? Same. Starting this week, we have begun recapping The Great British Baking Show and our weekly The More You Know episodes for Best Friends of the Show over on Patreon. We call the segment Saucy Puds, and new episodes of the TV series drop every Friday on Netflix. It's the perfect feel-good show for fall. During The More You Know episodes that drop on Monday, we also talk about the latest pop culture headlines, what we did over the weekend, and by that I mean what I did over the weekend, what we watched and loved and maybe didn't love. You can become a BFOTS for only $7 a month, and if you don't like recurring monthly charges, you can sign up for an annual membership and get a month free. Plus, when you sign up, you get access to all the archived premium BFOTS content from the last 12 months. Head over to the link in the show notes or head to noxandjamie.com slash Patreon to sign up. Bonus, we're going to bring back Hocus Pocus. We did a cinema side piece on Hocus Pocus in 2019. It's been put in the vault, but coming back from the vault this week is Hocus Pocus. And so we're going to drop that in for BFOTS this week so you can snag that as well. I feel like Disney has a vault. We should have like a compost bin. Like we're getting it out of the compost bin and we're bringing it back to you. You mean like Compost Carol? Like Compost Carol. Like Aaron, what's the, how do you say the name of your favorite contestant? Janice. No. Janice. <laughs> Got it. Nailed it. Got it. I think I nailed it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Shrink the Books is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favorite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namone Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behavior creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Books is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right, Jamie, let's talk 
let's talk nose of fall. I'm so excited. Actually, I'm not. You know what I realized? What? I realized we, we've fallen into different buckets. We do this. There's this dance every time we do a seasonal nose. And right? I say, this is my favorite season. You say, I hate this season. And I realize no. I'm saying I, I love every season. You say you hate every season. No, I, I just, love fall. I say I love fall every time we talk about fall. I do you, love okay, fall. But be honest. Do you love fall because you get to hate on a lot of stuff about fall? Yes. You love it I for love the it. hate you give? I love that. But I also, listen, I, I just, my concern with fall, I talked about this in the SMK episode earlier this month, that I don't like fall in Alabama because it doesn't start until October. That's and true. And it's frustrating because astronomically, mm. fall begins Thursday, September 22nd. Don't clown music. I didn't say astrologically. I you said astronomically. Those are different Okay. Things. You were trying to sneak it in, though. Be honest. You were. <laughs> Meteorologically, my brother says fall starts on September 1, which I think that's when fall should start, is September Okay. 1. Yeah. But that's not true, right? I mean, we have seasons That's for how that meteorologists reason. do it. Yeah, they do. They can say, you just say that? Can you just say, like, your job and, like, uh, your take I'm on something? Sorry. Are you asking, can meteorologists say just say anything, whether it's true or not? Yeah, they can. Okay. I like, well, podcast, according to podcasterology, uh, fall <laughs> begins uh, in late October. So that's how we get down. That's, that's how we right, do that's this. That's right. That's um, right. So we're, we're going to uh, talk about some of the nose. We're gonna, we have our personal nose. We're going to share. And then we're going to uh, add a little wrinkle to these kinds of episodes. Uh, we're not just going to listen to, or we're not going to use listener nose. We're going to actually listen to uh, uh, listener nose uh, and then articulate the things they don't like about fall. But before we do that, I thought, let's start with positive. Let's be positive yes. first. Okay, let's okay. start with the yes about fall. What's something good about fall? The birds are leaving. Yay! Listen, get thee to South America. Birds are overrated. I just ordered from the uh, bookshelf in Thomasville, Georgia, our favorite independent bookstore. I just ordered from them a candelabra that's a bird with no head because I was like, that's how they should be. No heads. Birds are okay. the worst. So is this you uh, changing a stance and saying they do exist and I want to murder them? Well... There are some birds that exist, not all okay. the birds, wow. but a few okay. birds. I am into peacocks for the record. <laughs> I like with QAnon, like Q dogs get interviewed and they get confronted with stuff and they're like, well, I, mm-hmm, interesting. Not me. <laughs> Listen, somebody today DM'd me and was like, hey, should I hire this person to work with? And I was like, oh, professionally, I would recommend them. But do know they dabble in QAnon. And then uh, they were like, oh, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> for those reasons, we're out. I'm, I am right. sorry about that. That's I right. am sorry. Okay, I've got, um, you know, obviously football, duh, no, uh, that's an obvious one. Bourbon and bonfires, that's obvious. Um, Survivor's back. It's back this week, actually, on the newsletter. This week, I do a little preview if you want to listen to contestant preview stuff. Um, but I like that this it's vest weather. It's officially vest weather. And I like, oh, yeah, you, you know, summer, it, summer is, this, is like the, the season where we're going to highlight, like we're going to see like the contours of your body in excruciating detail, you know, Ew. but, but in, in fall, you get to start wearing vests and hoodies. You get to really get real obscure with like, like how it's going, you know, like what it's looking like. And I, I appreciate that kind of camouflage. Well, I will say I am a little uh, ticked off at all the people in my Instagram feed who are already wearing vests and cute beanies and long yeah. sleeves. Uh, and sitting by some sort of fire. Yesterday, I tried to white knuckle uh, fall into existence because I was oh. at a soccer game, my, yeah. my d- middle daughter's soccer game. And it was like, it said it was going to be 79. I was like, that's long sleeves. Boom. If you get in the sevens, that's long sleeves for me. And I got up there and oh. I sweated so much. Someone was like, hey, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? <laughs> like, are you good? Do you need like a water or something? Because it was very You're hot. You're a heavy sweater, right? No, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> I think between the two of us, you're a heavier sweater than I am. <laughs> no, I think Aaron's the heaviest sweater. <laughs> what? <laughs> she doesn't sweat. I've never actually seen Aaron sweat. Who sweats the most on staff at the PMG? There's a correct answer, uh, and I know it. It's not Christiana. Okay. 
it's, you're it's trying to, Jason Waterfalls. It's Jason Waterfalls because he roots for Notre Dame. No, yeah. for the audio. If you could see the wheels turning in your head, you're trying to figure out who not to in, uh, uh, insult, right? Who's the easiest? No, one hundred percent. Because nobody's like God. My best qualities are I am compassionate, sure, giving, and yeah. I'm a heavy sweater. Nobody heavy says sweater. that. Jason know? may or may not have invested in shirt undershirts that have uh, padding in the armpits to absorb some of the extra sweat, the runoff Good for sweat. Him. Yeah. Good for him. Jason, also, it's just a fact. See, it's not something to be ashamed of, okay? Leave don't this in. this, Jason. Leave don't this in. This. Listen, also, I'm into mums, chrysanthemums, for those who don't know, because I think a lot yeah. of people don't know that mums are chrysanthemums, and that's my flower. You and I are both born in the fall. That's you're right. On the last day. You're on nope, the last day. No, I'm in fall. Day. I'm not in Christmas. <laughs> I'm not in the winter. I am. This part of my plan, I'm glad you said this because I was going to talk about this too. Next, oh, okay. so this year, so everybody else love them. Here's what I'm going to do, you guys. This, so it's December 21st, and I'm in fall, right? right? Technically, I am in fall. Yes, yeah, say yes. Course. Say yes, you agree yes. with me. Yeah, Aaron, I say agree yes also. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so we all agree I am in fall. Next year, I'm going to be on December 12th, right? Twist those numbers around. Why? Just get a little further not. away from Christmas. No. And then the year after that, I'm going to do October 12th. And they're going to be like, oh, I don't know. Is that true? He's a oh, fall birthday. And there's a two you and a one. Move your birthday. Yeah, yeah you, I can, can. you can. I can do absolutely whatever I want. move your birthday. I can do whatever I want. Truth is, truth is like up for grabs. My birthday can definitely be up for grabs. Well, I can listen, move that. I will say, you know, people who are born in the fall, no offense, Aaron, but people who are born in the fall actually statistically and a study from the University of Chicago found that they are smarter and they live longer. And it's because their moms are exposed to more sunlight in their pregnancy. And so they have more vitamin D, ergo, stronger bones, live forever. Wow, that's that's a bulletproof. Congratulations! Logic. Thank you Problem. to all of us who are the that. cool babies. Yeah, I know. sorry Aaron, for everybody Aaron's else. probably very weak because her mother was pregnant in the. You think that's why she coughs? You know so much that that is baiting me, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Do you think that's why Aaron always twists her ankle, probably, and coughs? And she's always laying down in the office when I come in. Yeah, probably. So. <laughs> I have weak ankles. <laughs> uh, also, the holidays are the holidays the best. In the fall? Yes, I would say they are. Halloween, Veterans Day, Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, in summer, what? You just got, it's really just got 4th of July. The fall really doubles down on the good holidays. Candy oh, yeah. and turkey, you know? God, Christmas has New Year's man. and Christmas, but that's no good. That's New Year's okay. is not a good yeah. holiday. So yeah, I think, so I'm really excited to be in the fall. Um, I feel like it's just my favorite time of year, and I'm so excited uh, to be talking about it, even if we're talking about no's. I think that's still fine. Um, so before we get to listeners, do you have any personal no's you want to talk about? Uh, yes, first up, of course, candy corn. Look. Mm. It's not candy, and it's not corn. And that hard outer shell, that comes from bugs. Are you feeling good about that? The candy corn coating is listed on the ingredients as confectioner's glaze, but that stuff is made from lac resin. Lac resin comes from lac bugs that are red insects found in Asia. It is the Pete Davidson of candy. Stop talking about candy corn. Focus on Reese's pumpkins. Okay. I get it. Like, if you want to eat Pennywise's teeth, live your life. But I am going to choose a better path. Okay, listen, this is Rich coming from someone who has the palate of a fourth grader, okay? Do you hey, really want to do this? you know this? what? You know what? I know candy. That's why. Guess what? I'd sure. ask a fourth grader, what's the best candy? You know what they're not going to say? Candy corn. They're never going to say candy corn. That's do you really want to know what's in those That's frozen nugs? candy. And everybody, listen, Chick-fil-A moms freaking love candy corn. Taco Bell moms knows where at. They know where it's God, at. I just thinking about candy corn makes my teeth hurt. Like it makes my teeth hurt they're of the all worst. the cavities the that worst. I get. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to go with... Um, adults who go all out on their Halloween costume expecting Stop a it. reaction. Stop it. <laughs> That's so mean. That's so mean. No, I'm, I, I'm, <laughs> I tried on my wig today to make sure it was going to fit my big head. I used like, uh, this so is really isn't about you. It was, I, I had a friend a couple years ago. God, stop he, it. No, you say you had no, a friend. That's no, for real, mean. for real. 
Uh, he had like six. He did six months of work on a Thor like costume, oh, and he even made the hammer. So we're like really talking about Ben Moon. No, no, yes. this was, I don't know if this was Ben, but maybe Ben did it too. But he, he even made like the Magilliner, you know, like heavy, you know, like not just like a cardboard hammer, like a real oh, heavy one. Waiting. And he was like, he just wanted the affirmation. Like he just kept talking about it. He's like, can you believe the craftsmanship on this Thor costume? And eventually we just had to be like, hey, we get it. You had a lot of free time this year. That's awesome. And you did great with it. But like you need to move on. So I just say that for all the people out there when one of their friends or they see someone who goes out like goes goes all out on on looking like Vecna with the moistly undulating <laughs> tentacles, you know? Ew. You just need to be like this is great. You you really used your budget and your free time well. Then let's move on. Let's keep going. Okay, let's not fixate on this. Listen, this is the first year my Halloween costume will get adored by children. I've put okay. a lot of effort and thought into this because this is the first year that I will have trick-or-treaters because I'm moving. And so I'm you, so are excited. You, are you ready to reveal what it is or is it going to Oh, I can reveal it. Listen. I don't think you I should. Follow, I don't think you should. No, it should be no, a surprise, right? you have to right? follow me on Instagram for you to be yeah. able to see it. It's there very you go. exciting. That's, okay. I just taught you how to market, so congratulations. Okay, thank you. Speaking <laughs> of friends who you want to say no to in the fall, I'm going to say parents who dump on daylight saving. Listen, I get mm. it. Oh, it's so hard for you. Cause, but guess what? That law is never getting out of the house. So we're going to have daylight saving forever. Why is that law never getting out of the house? It just doesn't <laughs> never make sense to me. Okay, listen. L- you all have a legacy. Like, you and Aaron have six legacies. Yeah. Five of which are great. I won't say yeah. which one's not great. Sure. But you have six legacies. Let me have this one extra hour of sleep. And why I love it so much is because it's on my birthday weekend. And look, and oh, according to the New, Jur- the New England Journal of Medicine, the rate of heart attacks for Americans falls on the Monday following the end of daylight saving. Mm. Let me live. Let me live. Let me have. Stop dumping on me like, oh, our kids woke up. Now, like, see, listen, here's, this is the fun thing. Once your kids like get out of, uh, like get to a certain age and they sleep how they're going to sleep. I don't yeah. care about daily savings anymore. I don't care. I used to feel, I feel very strongly about it because it yeah. meant a kid was waking up at 4 a.m. instead of like 6 a.m. But now they all wake up at the same time all the time. So I don't care anymore. I, I do not care at all whatsoever. See, thank you very so much. So keep thank it you. or lose it or whatever. It just doesn't matter to me. Um, I'm going to go, let's see. I think, I think just the name of the season, that's going to be a no. Fall? Just fall. Yeah. I just, it's just a verb of what mostly happens during the season. To Aaron, I think that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's what the leaves do and what Aaron does. You know, it's <laughs> they fall, and I just feel like that's a that's a like a first draft of an idea that no one ever improved. And I feel like it would be like if we called winter freeze, and spring we called it sneeze, and we call summer like swamp. <laughs> it'd be like I don't know. Is this really like what's what your we favorite call? season? Ah, uh, God, I love swamp. Oh man, swamp so season is here. You know, uh, the beach glad that we and the just grilling. All the listeners' children to say. Well, it'll be bleeped out. They will know what it is. I just like sweating <laughs> through my underwear before ten a.m. It's just a good time of year. You know. Okay, speaking of swampy things, I would say no to apple cider. Look, you can love to eat something, but not want to drink its juice. Okay, mm. I.e., French fries or Snickers. Just eat them. Don't eat. Don't drink the juice. But keeping up with the demand. Listen. Think about the environment. I know we're all trying to be climate conscious right now. Yeah. Are we? Uh, is, since, are we since, doing that? Are people doing since that? Corpora- since corporations won't do it, we have to do it. Because God forbid, BP do anything about the environment. But uh, listen, listen. I, I just I don't like that I've got to recycle my 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 bottle of Propel. Meanwhile, yeah. BP is ejaculating oil into the Atlantic, <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm evening it out. It's fine. We're okay. Like it's fine. We're gonna but make listen, it. 
to make a gallon of apple cider, it requires 36 apples. Mother Earth has kindly mm. asked you to give it a rest. Okay? Apple cider's not even that good. All you care about is the nostalgia. That's all you care about is the mm. nostalgia of apple cider and mold wines. Nobody yeah. wants to come to your party and see you scoop out like a punch bowl, something that's got something floating in it. Nobody wants You could that. just pour it from one jar into a glass and that would be fine. Also, if someone's trying to make you ball for apples anywhere, don't do that. You don't have to do that. You're you're an no. adult. You're, maybe if you're not even an adult, you don't have to do that. You're a kid. You have autonomy. You don't have to do that. You don't have to put your mouth into a swamp yeah. of flavor you, and try to bite something where other people have done that. Just, just ridiculous. Don't no, do especially if it's at a thing called Jesus Ween. You no. don't want to do that. No. no. Don't. <laughs> hey, listen to your friends. Knox and Jamie. Don't go anywhere that has ween in the title. Also, Jamie, I just want to give you a, a yes for showing restraint and saying, what did you say? You can love something but not drink the juice? Like that, there was, there was, <laughs> that was a foothill of tragedy that so you just navigated. For, that's a lesson for people everywhere. <laughs> Good job by you. My last one is, uh, I want to give a no to everyone putting pressure on Thanksgiving to make it more than it needs to be. Yeah. Because fundamentally, Thanksgiving is about three things. Uh, it's about uh, eating, it's right. about chill vibes, and it's about being thankful about being with the people you love. That could be your family, it could be your friends, it could be your fur babies, it could just be you because you're the only, you like yourself and no one else. I don't care, yeah. whatever. But that's all it is. So stop to these overachievers who are like, we have to run a turkey trot before we eat. <gasps> or if we no. run two half marathons, we can eat guilt free. That, no, even me. Someone who equates effort to value understands that that's wrong and not healthy. So stop doing that. I would also uh, like and, to say. Yeah, also food is not a treat. Food is not a thing we earn. No. We have to eat to live. You don't have to. do make food a reward. You're, you you're don't weird, have to burn it and you're off. Making your, and you're making your kids have disorders. because You of are. That. You are. It's ridiculous. Also, the, the guy, it's always a guy, the well actually guy. And he's like, you know, usually he's on Twitter. He's like, you know. Cheddar Bay Biscuits, they weren't served at the original Thanksgiving. So <laughs> we know, we know, we know. We know. Honestly, the first Thanksgiving was probably very depressing in terms of food offerings. So I would not like to go back there. I'm also pretty sure the wise men and uh, uh, Mary and JoJo and Sweet Baby Jay probably didn't have a white <laughs> elephant party. But here we are still doing it, right? So it's okay. Aaron, we can, we can what did that. they eat at the first? You did a Bible binge episode about Thanksgiving. They ate a lot of eels. Eels, that's right. Eels, and they 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 ate corn, but probably called it maize. I think. With yeah, an and eye. it probably like wasn't like cooked cool. Yeah, in a cool way. Yeah. No, the kid who probably loves corn was, would love yeah, that corn. He wouldn't you know? love that corn. No, well, one, he wouldn't even be allowed to eat at that table. Let's be honest. No, probably not. <laughs> no. He definitely wouldn't. Sadly, no, so thank you. so just like just let that slide, and you don't have to course correct. And then lastly, uh, with Thanksgiving, everyone trying to make people feel bad for maybe considering doing Black Friday. Uh, because of like consumerism or capitalism, like just go away. Nobody wants you. Okay. Like, are you, are you tweeting that from your iPhone or like while you're sitting on your pottery barn couch? You know, it's like, relax a little bit. Okay. Buy a big screen. If you want to buy a big screen and then like just donate to something cool or be a good person and it'll be fine. Okay. I promise it'll be all right. Listen, there are sales. Why would I not want to get a good deal on things that I might be buying anyway? Or a car, whatever. Late stage capitalism like, is not my fault. I don't even know if late stage capitalism is a good thing or a bad thing. I just know people are saying wait, it a lot. Are we in late? Are we in late stage capitalism? I don't know. When people say late stage capitalism, I'm like, yeah, no, I know. And what's people, next? Are we in a new capitalism after this? Do you remember that meeting we had where someone was talking about verticals and we were like, yeah, freaking <laughs> verticals. We should do that. <laughs> that's why no one. That's why nobody in LA gives us a chance because we don't know what verticals are. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is a vertical? Oh my gosh, just explain it first. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. You guys, we've been working so hard on all the content for the live shows, and we're so excited to share it with all of you. There's truly nothing quite like seeing something you've worked hard to create out there in the wild and seeing how people react to it. Well, Pear Eyewear is one of those companies that does this so well. Did you know that they are constantly putting out fresh new collections each season? They always have the best collabs too, from Marvel to Harry Potter to Friends and now Star Wars, my beloved. With Pear Eyewear, you have infinite eyewear possibilities starting at just $60, including your prescription. The new Star Wars collection, it I think it might be my favorite one yet. I'm still obsessed with how cute these top frames look. They have 21 unique designs, including some just launched styles like the Galaxy that has my constellation loving heart screaming at Descartes. Thankfully, Pear is always budget friendly without compromising on style or quality. And you can save even more by using pre-tax FSA and HSA dollars. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. One pair infinite possibilities. Go to PearEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair. And support the show by mentioning that the Popcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. Is there anything more stressful than packing for a trip? I mean, trying to fit everything into a carry-on so you don't have to worry about lost luggage or making sure you've got outfits for every possible occasion and weather situation. It's It's truly the worst. But thanks to Quince and their versatile, high-quality pieces that are so easy to mix and match, packing can be a breeze. They even have premium luggage options. And the best part is that they are shockingly affordable. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. We're deep into live show prep mode. But one thing I will not have to worry about is my travel day outfit. I got the French Terry Modal cardigan from Quince. Guys, it's the perfect airplane cardigan. The quality is penthouse, Jamie, quiet luxury approved. And the comfort is pantsless, Jamie, cozy overdosey approved. You know what I mean? And the fact that it was only 40 US dollars, it's chef's kiss perfection. If you're ready to elevate your wardrobe and make packing for your next trip a total breeze, head over to Quince, pack your bags with high quality essentials with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. Looking for that perfect Father's Day gift that will leave him misty eyed? Well, skip the socks and power tools and gift him the most unique, unforgettable gift possible, an original song from Songfinch. Listen. Chuck is the most difficult person to shop for. I mean this, but we've taken it upon ourselves to see if Songfinch can handle coming up with songs for anyone. And let me tell you, they came to play. Message to whoever stole my legs. We're looking and we'll find you. Me and my friends that I've made on the way. Like Shippy the squirrel, the butters the pig. We'll be playing pickleball in no time, yeah. Look for the clues, everybody chip in. Hey, look, I'm gonna stay strong. 
I was honestly shocked that our Songfinch artist was able to come up with such a bop for pickles, and I am more convinced than ever that they can work their magic for anyone, including Chuck. They've made the process super easy, so all you have to do is go on their site, and they walk you through each step to customize your song. You can even listen to clips and select specific artists or have Songfinch match you to someone they think would be the best fit, like we did. If they can create a song for pickles and convince that a song for Chuck and the man in your life will be a cakewalk. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or anniversary, or even just a gift to show your loved one how much you care. Start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. For a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash podcast and start your song. After your purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, which is a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash podcast. Don't forget to share your song with us too. songfinch.com slash podcast. All right. So those are our nose of the fall. Now let's get to our listeners and uh, hear what they have to say. Okay. So I want to start this off with, uh, we posted this on social media that we were collecting these audio voice memos from people's phones. And I wanted to say, that really made people said this was a no us collecting uh, several people and including our favorite Karen YJ. She said, my seasonal pet peeve is when my favorite podcast asks for voice recordings instead of comments, because then I can't read everyone's cranky answers for my personal joy and entertainment. Yeah. You know what, Karen, some people are tired of catching strays in a topic that has nothing to do with them, but yet they're still getting dunked on. So we had to put a hurdle for the lazy people. Listen, tonight. If we ever let y'all do no's in the comments rather than your own personal stories, Y'all are so mean to one another. You're so mean to each other. I don't care about that. I don't care if they're mean to each other. Don't be mean to me, okay? Oh. Don't say Knox's face on the last day you weigh is a no. That's not even the fall. That's not even the fall. Why are you saying that? No. That doesn't even apply. Save that for next year. <laughs> Save that for swamp okay. season, okay? This is this is fall where the leaves and Aaron fall, okay? Um, okay, so we, you're going to hear from our uh, listeners now, and then we will come back and reply to it. Hi, um, big fan. My name is Kayla Marcelino. I have two fall complaints. They are crewnecks and turtlenecks. Uh, those are really popular in the fall, especially this season. And for women like myself, who are of equivalent thickness, sturdiness perhaps, they make me look like Mrs. Trunchbull from Matilda. And, uh, you know, that's someone's yum. It's not mine, but uh, to each their own. So that's it. Thanks. Listen, turtlenecks are a mistake for everybody. Everybody. I know you think they're great. You had a puffy vest. You look like Velma from Scooby-Doo. Why are you no. walking around like that? No. it's a, it, a Turtlenecks are a trap. It's a fit per- person flex, you know? It's just Matt, like oh, Matt, yeah. Matt James in his season. About, he would wear it in like 90 degree oh, heat yeah. because he can because he has the body for it. Literally no one else has the body for it. I think crewnecks are like that too. Crewnecks, when someone wears a crewneck, it feels like when someone shaves off their eyebrows and you're like, something's not right. What am I seeing? What's going on here? Because a, a sweatshirt should have a hoodie. Right, because the hoodie plays no. smoke and mirror, smoke and mirrors with your perception, so you can't get a sense of the size. But when you take off the hoodie, it's just like, oh, I just look pregnant. Great. What if you cut the crew neck to be a boat neck? That's nice. Listen, Why would you? Are you're cutting. Full. You're cutting clothes. Hey, I'm a fashionista. <laughs> I'm cutting clothes. <laughs> okay. Next up. 
Hello, my name is Robert Callahan, and big fat no to pumpkin carving with kids. Can we please get rid of this charade that pumpkin carving with children is a fun activity? It's not. It's messy. It's stressful. Someone's going to get cut or maimed or hurt. It's going to look hideous, and if it's not, it's only because you cheated and used a template. And you better get rid of it the night after, otherwise bugs are going to be attracted to it. And you better make sure that every single seed is picked up or you're going to have pumpkins in your yard next year. No thank you. Oh, wait, I kind of want, I kind of want pumpkins in my yard. Wait, he okay, told me I, at the end. I don't, I don't want pumpkins in my yard, first of all. <laughs> also, I think it's a little more difficult to grow pumpkins than just they're in the yard. You know, that, I don't think it's the immaculate it, conception. Was Robert lying? He's a lawyer. Is he lying? I need a ruling on this. Is it cheating to use like a, I don't know if it's a stencil, but it's just like the little templates they include. That's cheating? Can't do that? Well, it's an easy way. Like it's a cheat. Like it's kind of like, do you make tacos from scratch or do you go to Taco Bell? One of those is cheating. I prefer cheating. But okay. Do you know what I mean? I just I thought this was this is a wild look from a guy who went after me on Twitter for hating Doctor Strange two, a movie that could have used a template of a plot. To Robert, be honest with you, Robert. so I don't know. Can't have it both ways, Robert. <laughs> Did you ridiculous. know that the the first person to name a pumpkin was a French explorer in 1584? And you know what he called him when he saw him? Gross melons. Ooh no. <laughs> yes. So listen, it translates into Latin as pipon, like pee on, pee wow. on that gross melon. Listen. NBR released a thing, uh, a study that showed that Americans just love pumpkins for nostalgia. That's why yeah. they like pumpkins. There's no like, we all try to put on the turtleneck and go to the pumpkin patch, and that's stupid. That's dumb. Like, why are we trying to do that? Especially in the South, why are you doing it? You're in a buffalo plaid shirt, and it is 90 degrees. You look like no. an idiot. Isn't that like lobsters used to be considered cockroaches of the ocean, but now like we've just said they're fancy, so we're like, I guess they're fancy. Like you just well, order wait, them in the fancy. Wait, crabs be the cockroaches and lobsters are the rats? I don't know. Honestly, we've gotten into a animal conversation I was not prepared it's to get into. Weird it's gone yeah, in a weird I just but but uh, I just want to get a sense of this. So there are people out there who just get a pumpkin or a gross melon and a knife, and they're like, I'll just raw dog an idea out of this. Yeah, I will make artists. it designed. They're artists. They have a shop on Etsy. Is that what you guys do? Aaron, is that what you no. you guys do with Aaron. your kids? We do not. We do not carve pumpkins. I, I do like Robert to be like, hey, don't spend time with your kids. That's stupid. Don't do it. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Robert. I feel free now. <laughs> hey, BMG staff. This is Chelsea, a.k.a. Chelsea and Queso. My no is to the, what I'm going to refer to as fall tax that exists in all Southern states because we don't actually get fall, which I'm sure is the huge complaint here. But really the problem is that we have to pay to experience fall, whether it's a harvest festival or a pumpkin patch, we're paying out the wazoo to be hot, miserable, and pretending like we're having a great time in our flannel shirt, which is really making this whole 98 degrees with 80% humidity even freaking worse. Charles makes some great points, I think. Listen, I don't like that we have to pay the fall tax. You know that. I've said that now in 17 episodes. I don't like that we have to pay that fall tax. The only comfort that I have, though, is that we pay a fall tax, but all those other people pay the winter tax. Let me Mm. tell you, winter tax sucks more. It is a higher price to pay because they have to shovel snow and they have to buy a $7,000 puffy North Face. I don't have to do that. I don't even have to wear a coat in the fall, in the winter. I love that. So I would rather pay a fall tax than a winter tax. That's a really good point. Also, there's a summer tax too. There's a swamp tax, you know. That Not if other... you stay indoors and don't travel. Thank you. Well, some places are like, hey, we're on fire and we don't have water. Is that bad? Is is this bad? Is this not good? I think it, it feels like fall has been extinct for like 20 years in the fall. We just haven't like, you know, uh, come to terms with it, you know. But I think it, it, it's like we cosplay fall from that memory. 
Um, and I think people might think that that's weird, but the South, we're big on reenactments. Like, that's just kind of what we do. So, oh, like, that's right. just kind of part of it. It's our weirdly favorite thing. It's like when you do the pile of leaves and then you make someone jump in it. Y'all, yeah. le- leaf lice. You're getting leaf lice. Don't I don't you? know. What's leaf lice? That's it's real exactly thing? what you think it is. And it goes everywhere. I thought that was, I was just like, snakes in there. Boom. Snakes in there or stuff like that. Snakes! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know oh. if snakes hide in there, but that seems like a good. If I was a snake, I'd be like, pile of leaves. Hmm, interesting. This seems right. Mm. I'd be in here. Yeah. Don't don't act like that wasn't a good idea if you were a snake <laughs> to hide in a pile of leaves. Because who's going to be in there? You know what? It's, uh, to be honest, I wasn't sold by your snake impression, to be fair. <sighs> First of all, that was not a snake impression. I'm going to ask Alexa, Alexa, do snakes hide in piles of leaves? And you're going to feel ridiculous. Honestly, you're going to feel ridiculous. And I'm going to come back to this. We'll listen to Maddie, and then I will come back to this. <laughs> My no is campfire smoke. It follows you no matter where you sit around the fire. And then the scent gets stuck in your hair. And even after you wash your clothes, they still somehow manage to smell like smoke. And as warm and cozy as it might be in the moment, it is not warm and cozy for the next three weeks. Did Maddie record that in a pile of leaves? <laughs> what happened? Okay. <laughs> okay, Maddie. No, Maddie, I feel like twice if you need help. I feel like she's hiding from a serial killer, but she was like, I do want to get in on this episode. Now, uh, just to clean this up, I I asked Alexa, I said, do snakes hide in leaf? And that that didn't give me a good search result. So I clarified leaves. Oh, I'm sorry. Did Alexa not do her job? She's the worst of all the assistants. No comment on the name Alexa. Uh, But uh, when I uh, clarified, it says snakes will hide. And a pile of leaves. Wait for a mouse, rat, or other rodents to scurry See, by. See, I don't want any of those things. Why would I jump into that thing to meet any of those people? Plus, mm. Maddie's in there just trying to live. Why would I do that? Look, it also says, do leaves attract snakes? Do leaves attract snakes? And it says they do. They're, they're very attracted. Well, to not sexually, Look, not in a weird way. No, you're trying listen. to move on. And I want to really kneel down on this, Jamie. It also says, where do snakes like to hang out? Where do they like to hang out? Do either of you have a guest? Oh, they're in, they're next to your porch. That's where everybody <laughs> takes a picture of them. <laughs> Aaron, do you have a guess? Uh, Holes. Holes? Aaron, do you have a guess better than holes? (laughs) No, I bet she doesn't. No, I mean, snakes snakes are everywhere. They're under rocks, (laughs) a lot of rocks. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to put this in to the family feud board. Aaron says everywhere. Jamie says holes. Uh, Survey says shrubs and tall grasses. That's mostly where they like to be. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, back to Maddie. So, mm-hmm. Maddie, I agree with you. I do not engage with camping because of the questionable hygiene, the subpar food, and what I've learned from TikTok is when you hike, you get murdered. So, sure. I'm not doing that. So, I agree. Camp Campfire smoke is not worth it. Okay, I, but I think what Maddie, Maddie's talking about two different things, okay? There's, there's a campfire, okay? Yeah. That doesn't smell, really. Like, it smells a little bit but like, like a pleasant smell, like, like a Cracker Barrel smell, okay? But, like, the smoke... You think, I feel like she, you think, you think a pleasant smell is Cracker Barrel? You don't? No. You don't think Cracker... You don't walk... You walk into Cracker Barrel, you say, mm, disgusting, I'm out of here. <laughs> that, I just don't like the word Cracker. Do you know what I mean? I just... Well, I mean, this if it isn't... If a saltine barrel, I'd be more into this it. This isn't a referendum on the word cracker. This is about smell. Okay, let's keep it to one, like, sensory aesthetic. Well, it always I... smells like all the Yankee candles all at the same time. That's what it smells like to me. Okay, pause. Be honest. Do you believe in this take, or is this a bit? Do you really believe that cracker barrel doesn't smell good? <laughs> no, Do you I walk believe... in and gag? Be real. No, I don't, don't be... I don't gag, but I don't go, man, home at last. Like, I don't do that either. <laughs> I do. What are you talking about? I put my nose in that fire that's roaring, and then I smell the Uncle Herschel's breakfast, and I'm like, God, this is good. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. 
I think what Maddie's talking about is like arson fire. That's what smells and like gets she like said the smoke gets in. Fire smoke. No, but like, what are you making a campfire out of? Like asbestos? Like uh, it shouldn't be that smoky. You shouldn't. You know? No. The Smokey the Bear says no asbestos. No, nope, I don't think he does, but he probably feels it. You know? <laughs> I feel like that would be true of him. All right, let's hear, hear from Mike. Hey guys, bro, the show, Mike here. I want to give a big no to the autumnal injustice that we allow to happen to cinnamon, nutmeg, and clove. The trash pumpkin is what's receiving the flavor, not supplying it. If I'm wanting mac and cheese with salt and pepper, I'm not asking for steak spiced cheese noodles. So why do we allow it for pumpkin? Enough with the flavor appropriation. Give the proper spices their due. I think Mike, Mike's right. I feel like you've been on on this take for a while. You've been, you've been have, on this corner. Yeah. Listen, I, I I agree with you. And just we want justice for cloves, justice for nutmeg. Pumpkin spice is not pumpkin. It's the spice used for pumpkin pies, which is made from cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, allspice, and cloves. Let them have their lives. Like let them live. Pumpkins don't even taste. They taste like squash, which is the stupidest fruit of all. Like don't they don't taste good? Pumpkin doesn't. You're not loving a pumpkin. You're loving these spices. So Mike is right. 100%. You know, the first time I ever really felt uh, an adult be disappointed in me uh, that wasn't like related to me was in kindergarten when our teacher was like, it was around Thanksgiving. She was like, you should taste delicious vegetables from Thanksgiving. And she gave me a squash and I gagged it back up. And <gasps> she just did. looked at me like, God, you're not going to do anything with your life, are you? And, you know, I don't know that I have. Well, but. I will say this. I'm pro peacock. I'm also pro butternut squash. Now, that's a different squash because it makes a nice spaghetti. I think all squash tastes like butthole. So that's where I come down oh, at. But how I think, do you know isn't that? This like, how do you know that? Well, I don't, but I can only assume. <laughs> you know, I can only assume. You know what? Doesn't smell like Cracker Barrel. I'll tell you that right now. There's no way that does. But isn't this like grape? Like grape flavor doesn't occur in nature. Like it's just something big flavor came up with. And like yeah, you think no, grapes taste like that. Grape. It's like gr- cotton candy grapes. That is a, that's a lab that did that. Like God mm-hmm. didn't do that. And listen, I am not mad at the lab. I love a cotton candy grape. Okay, I would yes and that and say, why haven't we gone further? Why haven't we made squash taste like, taste like cotton candy? Why do we have squash taste like that? You know, why does that taste like butthole? Why can't it taste like cotton candy butthole? You know what? People don't love the chemicals. If it makes it taste like cotton candy, I do. I'm all about chemicals. If that's what we're going to do. Hey, guys, my nail of fall is the corn maze. Now, listen, I know farmers got to make a dime however they can, but don't try to sell me that getting lost in a field of corn is a good time. I spend my whole life letting Google Maps efficiently get me from point A to point B, so I don't want to be outdoors with no shade in 95-degree heat in Alabama trying to avoid getting run over by little kids just to earn the right to get back in my car and drive home. There's not even a Prezi at the end. No, ma'am. No, thank you. Listen, here's the thing about maize. There's always a sign, because farmers are hilarious. Like, I don't know why they're not doing a stand-up tour. Yeah. There's always kind of a sign that says, hey, if you become lost or confused, stay calm. Every Thursday morning, we send a rescue team into the maze <laughs> to bring out everyone left from the previous weekend. That's a literal sign at a corn maze in Alabama. Just I'm just saying, humor. like, they're just, I just I think, think the present is your life, isn't it? Like, your freedom? You, you, like, get it back with a renewed respect for it? Okay, what if we did, we're doing a staff retreat in the fall, because it's the best uh-huh. season. What if we took all the staff on a corn maze to see who could get out first? Oh, my gosh. It'd be like who a bloodbath. Who do you think would be first, and who do you think would be last? Oh. Aaron would be first. Well, maybe I, Christiana would beat Aaron because Christiana's so tall. I think so, I think Aaron, Christiana, Evan, Terrence, Jason would all fight each other to the death <laughs> and they would injure themselves so they can't finish. And then you and I would walk through and win it by absentia. 
Well, because I would cheat. I would just walk through the literal corn and be right. like, and this is the, how we got back out. I just, I just wouldn't do it straight. Because I don't do stupid things. No, we'd be a, like, where is Knox? And he's, they're like, he's an in and out. Good yeah. luck <laughs> finding him. If there's an in and out by a cornfield maze, like that's, that's great. Like cross I would be into that. That's I would good be stuff. I just, I would also, can I, can I say adjacent to this, uh, no to uh, hayrides? Can we stop with this? Why are we doing this? Like, what, like, I don't know why we want to go backwards. Like, let's what, what is fun sit about in the a bed of a truck on hay and then let the driver like slowly scramble our vertebrae for 20 minutes and then we go back to where he started for him and we don't get anything in the process? I don't I understand. I know, it's like those tiny doing. trains. Why would I get on one of those little tiny trains that goes around your property? That seems like, uh, first of all, I don't think you're a train, train engineer like Denzel Washington in no. Unstoppable. You don't or seem Chris like Pine. you have... Or yeah. that you're prepared. But also, I don't like the look I get when I try to get at one of those little train cars. It's like, you want to say something about me? Okay, let's go to uh, Jamie with six eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jamie. And I would like to give a no to suburban dads who profile young trick-or-treaters. My dad, for instance, has three candy bowls. And as you approach as a trick-or-treater, he'll decide if you get a, a full-size candy bar. If you are a child in the neighborhood, he, he knows. Uh, B, a fun size. If you are putting an adequate amount of effort into your costume. Or uh, C, a salvation box from the Baptist church if he believes that you need Jesus. Okay, at first I thought she said South Asian box, and I was like, ooh, that got weird at the end. But it was Salvation. Was she in the movie Twister when she recorded this? Thoughts and prayers for the windstorm. I hope she survives. That's That was was rough. So listen, I do like the idea of giving a lesser candy to a kid who doesn't... If you come to my door this Halloween and you don't have on a costume, you're getting Altoids. Be prepared. Like 100%. I don't think you should get candy if you're not in a costume, right? Okay. See, that's the thing. Like, I hate this, but I also love this because I do like the tiered system. Yeah, of like, I do too. It, it's, it depends on your effort, but I also don't like uh, unempowered dads taking things into their own hands. I'm not a big fan of that either. What do you think is the best candy? Like Aaron and Knox, what is the best candy to give where you know people are going to talk about me how great I was? Oh, if you get full-size candy bars, pretty much oh, regard, unless it's like Almond Joy, like you're, you're a hero. Yeah, full-size mounds, you don't want that. No, no. I don't want anything with coconut in it. But no, what about... You. How about I up the ante? What if I gave out jars of cookie butter? How about that? Cookie butter? Yeah. See, I think that's that's a parent that's a parent win, not a kid win. Uh, yeah. You don't think kids like cookie butter? No, I, they I mean, don't have discerning palates. Yeah. Okay, what if you want to be loathed? How if you're going to be like they're going to go through the thing and they're like, uh, old, Bible old verse. man Knox gave me this. Oh, okay, Bible, Bible verse. verse? Box of, the tiny box of dots. Oh. Oh, okay. 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 What's worse? Werther, Hold, on. Hold on. What's worse? I love Werther's. No, I have Werther's in my house at home right now. <laughs> Jamie, Aaron's got the biggest grandfather energy of anyone I've ever met. Of course, she likes Werther's. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Always what's, breaking a hip. What is worse? Werther's. Is it worse to get a big box of dots or a little box of dots? I think it's worse to, worse to get a big box of dots, isn't it? No, I, th- I think it's I think it's the little one because you can't even get your fingers in there to get it out. You know what no, I mean? Wait, no, what are like dots? Dots, the the gummies. They're like the uh, gumdrops. Oh, the no, tasteless yeah. gummies that pe- that you just talked okay, about with us? Would you rather have Tootsie Rolls or Smarties? Tootsie Rolls. God. Yeah. Neither. Smarties are nasty. Neither. At least disgusting. with Tootsie Rolls, you can smash it up and make it look like dip and like yeah, tobacco exactly. for some reason. Yeah, I think I this year if But Smarties, you can br- you can break up and pretend they're cocaine. That's what we Yes, do. Wow. that's true. <laughs> Did you 
literally snort them in your nose? We did one time. It did it was not it great. It did not no. great. That's your if brain. you really want to get a cocaine kind of aspect going, you go pixie sticks. That's Guess really what? You cut those yeah, up in exactly. the Hey, you just missed it, but we have the origin story of her cough. What? Snorting <laughs> smarties? That's a smarties cough. Aaron, why are you snorting smarties? Is that a no, cry for not. help? No, it, it was something that we thought was funny. You thought using cocaine was funny? What kind of parent? Wow. No, wow. Andy. Gwen and Andy did not set you up to a success. I was wow. a dare graduate. I was just trying to rebel. <laughs> I bet dare's going to ask for that diploma back. <laughs> I can't have it. <laughs> um, I, my feeling with dads at Halloween is the same uh, with ministers at weddings. Like, this is not about you. The best strategy, low prof, keep yeah. everything moving. And don't like, we, uh, there's a guy last year, he had a mic and the, like, you know, everyone's coming to the garage to get candy and he had a mic in the room over the garage and a chute and he would like heckle people and then slide candy down the chute for them to collect. And that is just, I, I appreciate the ingenuity of it, but that's a recipe for disaster. Like you were going to say something inappropriate. Do you think he had pants on? Do you think he had pants on? Probably not, but he was just uh, like riffing and going and going. No. And it was... I wanted to stay to see like where he got canceled, but this isn't know. the comedy seller. Get it no. together. Pass Just out, do the candy. Yeah, pass out Snickers and leave it at that. Give the Smarties for enterprising no. young women to crush up and snort and start having a cough. <laughs> That's what you're here for. Okay. Are you sure you're getting enough protein in your diet? Whether it's for a better metabolism or bone health or hormone regulation, the benefits of a high protein diet are abundant, but most of us aren't getting enough protein in our diets as is. Enter Chomps. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. Every bite is bursting with bold flavor and comes in a variety of flavors for everybody. I've been on a journey to manage my ridiculous perimenopause over the last several months. And one thing I learned is the importance of prioritizing protein in my diet. Chomps has been such an easy way to add protein, especially when I'm on the run. I love that they are made with natural ingredients and the highest quality sustainably sourced meat. They're so great to have on hand on long recording days, and they're an absolute must have for backstage before our live shows. They also come in 10 flavors, so you never have to worry about it becoming another boring snack, and you can even subscribe for ongoing savings. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash podcast. Go to chomps.com slash podcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash podcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favorite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namon Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behavior creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast. All right, let's listen to our last one. Mandy Cotis-Bodie here. My Noah Fall is a big fat no to football. 
Football, the sport where you play for 25 seconds, a flag is thrown and play is suspended for an hour. Football, the sport where the marching band moves more on the field than the football players. My suggestion is to bring back the original, the greatest, the best football, which would be soccer. So it's a no to football, a yes to soccer. And if you are in doubt, Jamie Golden, I suggest you Google soccer versus football coaches. You won't be sorry. Okay, I did it. Okay. And listen, let's talk about it for a second. Why have I been staring at Jimbo Fisher and Kirby Smart when I could have been staring at Pep Guardiola? What (laughs) the F? Listen, also, I have now set up a Google alert for Mikel Arteta, Luis Luis Enrique, Mm -hmm. and Marco Rose. Marco Rose? I was not prepared for how hot these men are. Listen, she's not wrong. You're not wrong but I I do want to bring some reality here, okay? Soccer coaches look like that, but that also comes with some baggage. They need to be admired. They need to be paid attention to. They're very dramatic. This is a sport, fundamentally, that is built on people flailing and trying to get sympathy calls, okay? So it's it's not bad. It's not better or worse than American football. I'm just saying you're going after a, a very dramatic kind of man, and just a little bit I know about you, Jamie, I don't see you as someone who likes to deal with a dramatic man. Okay. Well, That's okay. Just what I'm on the flip on the flip side, I will say you're right. It was very easy to find shirtless photos of all the men I mentioned. <laughs> like super easy. And I was like, why is this so easy? I can't find a shirtless picture of Nick Saban. What's going on? Sure, and you gotta then, go to the dark web to find uh, shirtless pictures of Kirby Smart. Okay. Hey, if you yeah, if you've got a shirtless picture of what's the guy that keeps moving schools that he's at Ole Miss now? Is he still at Ole Miss? Who's that guy? Who's the coach uh, Lane? You talking about Lane? Yeah. He's hot. I think he's the only hot person. Yeah, Lane's like a like a real dumb golden retriever. Just That's fun right. to look at, but not fun to deal with. But did you see that David Beckham sat? He walked the eight hour queue for the uh, to view the coffin. Oh my god, Jane, and, I did. I'm so glad guys, you brought this up. Listen, also, guys, why did you wait in a line eight hours when you can't even see your dead body? You only can see your box. That's I heard a spider fun. crawled across the casket. I was like, that's how long we've been waiting. Is a spider has lived? There's been a Charlotte's Web <laughs> interaction. About free time flex. You <sighs> you you walked 14 miles. I'm sorry, 14 kilometers. I don't know what that is, but like, not cool, y'all. Not you cool. got it. You nailed it. But she she is correct because I looked this up and I've told you guys this stat one time, but I know you don't listen to me, so I'll tell you again because no, it'll be like a new I stat. How many actual minutes of action is in a three-hour football game? Uh, 39. 39 actual minutes like of playing and then like their stoppage, not counting that, of like people no, running the ball or catching less. walking. 29. 29 no, minutes. I'm just clarifying for you. I'm just clarifying. Don't, don't, oh, yeah. don't doubt yourself. 39 then. I'll stick with 39. Is 11. 11 minutes. <gasps> 11 three minutes. Hours? For three hours, I will watch a game for three hours and only see 11 minutes of action. It's kind of ridiculous. It I is. I don't think the snacks are worth it, y'all. I don't think I mean, the it snacks can are if you do it right, but she's, she's got a great point. But dramatic, pretty men, there's something that, to consider. Guys, Google Marco Rose and it send me a thank you DM. Google sure. Marco Rose. I will say Google. Um, who's a good? I like how hard you're having to think of a hot coach. Oh no, I'm trying to think of an ironically not hot coach. Uh, Google Jimbo Josh Fisher. Heupel. I already said his name. No, you get distracted by the hairline because it comes and goes depending on what week it is. <laughs> Google Josh Heupel and see if that doesn't strike your fancy. Everybody out there, Josh okay? Heupel. I'm kidding. I'm I'm being very sarcastic. The, see the, the 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 thing about American football coaches is that they all look and dress like supporting characters on King of the Hill, and they're content oh. to be ignored. Okay, they're content for you to do your thing and they'll be the backseat. 
So they don't have a lot of expectations. So just something to think about. Just something to think you know, about. I'm going to a soccer game it, when we do our relics and ravioli. I'm going to see Barcelona play. Oh, are you really? I know. We're trying to figure out how to get tickets because there's a random game in December. Okay. I, I don't know okay. when soccer is. When is soccer? All the time, it feels like. I'll be it's honest. a great question. When is it not? Honestly, it feels like <laughs> F1. Everyone's always talking about it. And I don't know like what the actual We're doing F1, is. too. We're oh, going to Monte okay. Carlo. Th- okay. I can't wait to hear your... Okay, I can't wait to hear what you think of F1. Because it's not a lot of doing, not a lot of seeing. Just a lot of standing. Okay, no, no. <laughs> um, okay, well, that's our conversation on the nose of fall. If you have thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. Noxjamie.com slash 472. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right, what is your red light this week? Okay, my red light is me. Listen. Right now, I'm in the thick of it, guys. I'm having to do the heavy labor of trying to find a Prussian Prince costume in anticipation of me having to own up to a bet I lost um, because Knox himself is about to lose a, uh, I would say, a eight-year-old bet where he's going to have to eat his hair. Not Here's the thing. Knox tries to make bets all the time, and we're pretty good at resisting because we realize that Knox is very good at gambling, and we're going to get screwed over every time. Well, that's your but, first mistake right there. Knox well, as a reminder, in 2014, the Serial, the show, we actually did an episode about it, but it, it's, in the, it's, in the, it's in the compost, the podcast compost. <laughs> and, uh, but as a reminder, uh, Heyman Lee was sadly, tragically murdered in 1999. Adnan Syed, he was uh, convicted of that crime and he went to jail and he is still in jail however however, uh, prosecutors have filed a motion to vacate the conviction saying that uh, they're asking at a minimum that he receive a new trial the motion filed in circuit court state so he's serving a life sentence but now he may actually go free and Knox said if he ever the uh, the conviction was ever overturned Mm -hmm. that he would eat his hair he now, th- let me get some clarity here. So the idea is not that he... Because I think the prosecutor asked for him to be released on his own recognizance while they got a new trial. Right. Are we talking about the new trial has to happen and he yes. has to be found innocent? Okay. Yes. Gotcha. I'm a purist. He has to be found innocent. That's Or the conviction has to be completely overturned, which I... You know, who knows what happens in Baltimore uh, where that Best Buy used to be. I don't know. You know? Sure. Like, but... Uh, my favorite part of all of this, by the way, is how many people DM'd who are old schoolers who have been here a long time and are like, remember how Knox said he would eat his hair? And then the great part was someone tweeted it yeah. and they tagged the longtime family friend of Adnan, uh, Rabia Shadri, and she replied and went, what? And it right. was the greatest moment of my entire life. I like that we're using our platform to encourage people to tell celebrities what we say about them in a shaming way. I think that's fun. Stop tagging, stop tagging celebrities, stop DMing celebrities. And because then later I end up having to deal with the consequences of that. So stop doing that. We interrupt this week's podcast episode to bring you into a very special press conference already in progress. Hello, and thank you all for being here today. I'll keep this short and sweet, and then I'll uh, make time to take questions after. Um, As many of you already know, earlier this week, Adnan Syed was released from prison after a judge overturned his conviction from 22 years ago. Uh, This is great news for Adnan, but many are wondering about my reaction to this news, given that I do have a standing and legally notarized wager with one Jamie B. Golden. Uh, This bet made several years ago after I'd consumed more than one bottle of alcoholic beer was that if Adnan was ever declared innocent, that I would in fact agree to eat a bowl of hair. 
um, after hours of discussion with my advisors, my legal representatives, and my wife, uh, and despite having many appeal options available to me, given that as of now, we don't know if there will be another trial, I have decided to take the high road and accept this week's news as a definitive rebuke to my side of the wager, meaning that I will be required and do agree to ingest a bowl of hair. Uh, The date of consumption has been set as next month's AUA, and we are still in negotiations about what kind of hair I should eat and how much. Uh, Additionally, I will be making a donation to the Innocence Project to help support the work of overturning wrongful convictions. And even though I was incorrect in my assessment of this case, this is an occasion where I'm glad to be wrong. We'd also like to invite listeners to make their own donation to the Innocence Project or to learn more about the very important work of this organization by checking out the show notes of this episode. Okay, I'll now open up the floor for questions. Stay tuned for more updates on this developing situation. We now return you to this week's podcast episode. Okay, what's your red light? My red light is, this isn't even mine. I feel bad because um, this isn't me. But I've, just get, I've been getting a lot of DMs and a lot of my friends are asking me, that, like everybody's kind of like surrounding the same question. Sure. So I thought I'd bring it here because it's kind of okay. their red light. I don't really know, you know, <laughs> so I just wanted to ask you. And they're wanting to know, so how long is this burial thing going on for the queen? It's not me. I don't care. I think it's great that we have 38-day, you know, burial ceremonies and stuff. I, I think that's wonderful. Listen, but they're the just time- wondering. Listen, the only time I was interested was when the corgi showed up. And I was like, oh, look, the corgis. corgis I just like that one couldn't even stand up. One corgi was like, I don't, my back is to you, and I do not care. I'm moving Listen, on. That's what corgi, ener- corgi energy is. My energy, short legs, has an attitude. That's my energy. So I appreciate it. Look, I get that this was a big deal. I do – listen, the idea that in America yeah. that we would spend – millions of dollars now listen don't get me wrong america spends billions of dollars on useless things all the time yes but the idea that we would spend billions of dollars on a funeral of anybody and i'm including taylor swift in that you have got to be kidding me especially when if it was taylor swift we wouldn't spend millions on it because we're like oh, what about her money because yeah where is the royal money listen the brits we left for a reason because they no way we doing that. No way we're doing that. Well, no the ironic thing is we left because the Brits fought the French and Indian War, history corner music, and uh, so they cleared out the, the continent for us. And they're like, okay, we just cleared out the continent. You guys are good to go. We're going to leave. We're going to have to charge you a little bit of taxes to pay for the war we just fought on your behalf. And we were like, no, we're not getting, ta- we're not paying for that. That's your problem. And that's why we had the Revolutionary War. So that's, that's the fun little uh, behind the scenes of the that Revolutionary War. That was excellent. So okay. I, but, so that's not me again. I just, all respect to the queen. It's all you know, your take friends your, and your Take DMs. your time. Take your time, queen. And you do your thing. I do also want to shout out Channel 5 because evidently they were the only major uh, United Kingdom network to not show the queen's funeral. Do you know what they yeah. played instead? I do know. I do actually know. Because I, I saw the emoji. Listen, that's what Prince Louis was watching. Wow. Screw Gigi. I'm watching the emoji movie. What a move. <laughs> I just it's. I just feel like like the, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, their season, they fired their coach. Why? They're thinking Why? about hiring Urban Meyer at this point. So many things have changed Urban since this Meyer. woman has died. I know. It's, it's crazy. We're just moving fast pace here. So I just think, hey, guys, like speed it up. Let's get going. Let's get her in the ground and respectfully... 
listen, and we have to deal with the coronation after this. Not us, because we over here. We oh, do we no. Want. But you, they got to coronate that guy. And listen, again, I'm just going to re-up last episode's red light. He is not sad about his mother. Not, listen, she didn't die surprisingly. Guys, 96, natural causes. That's how she died. He is not, he's all like, King Chuck, let's freaking go. Like, Man, he had more emotion bad. about Stop that pen not having ink. He was like, freaking ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. I love the energy. Okay, what's your green light this week? All right, I have two green lights. The first is The Woman King. I saw it in theaters. Viola Davis is transcended. It's actually the perfect balance of a great popcorn film, but what Viola brings to her character, it grounds it in a way that I don't think other actresses could have. Because that's what I was thinking. Action films led by women are often feasts for the eyes, but the script is lacking and the direction is lacking and the leads are there for a beach house. I'm talking about Ocean's 8, the Wonder second Woman. Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. the 355, Laura Croft, Catwoman. None of those movies are good. None no. of them are good. This is excellent. And listen, uh, Tuso Badu. <gasps> now, we know her from the Underground Railroad because she started that and that was a green light of mine. This is her first movie ever. Like the first movie she's ever been in. She's stunning in it. It deserves to be seen in a theater. It's PG-13. Take your girls. Take your boys. Take your kids. It is a great film. So that's the first thing. Then the second one is, y'all aren't ready. Listen, you know I love documentaries. Documentaries are my favorite genre of entertainment. And this documentary is top three of my entire life. Top three. Took the place of Dear Zachary. Still love you, Dear Zachary. But you're super sad. So this is taking your place. Is this, is is, is this going to be a sad documentary? Well, it, listen, it ain't great for America, I'll tell you that. And that is Ken Burns' U.S. on the Holocaust on PBS. Listen, this thing, <laughs> listen, there are two types of Ken Burns documentaries. I've seen all the Ken Burns. There's either Ken Burns colon, let's have a good time and talk about country music or the Brooklyn Bridge or baseball. And then there's Ken Burns colon, what? <gasps> no, really? And that is this, okay? That's, that's when you watch his uh, on Vietnam War, the Central Park Five, the Civil War, they're devastating. You leave going, why did no one ever tell me that? This is all about what the U.S. did or did not do during the lead up to World War II and throughout World War II. And let me tell you, all I know is we came in and saved the day and Tom Hanks died for Matt Damon. That's what I remember, right? That's what we were taught. No, let me tell you, this documentary, the first person you're going to suddenly hate, Helen Keller. You're not ready. You're not Ready. Yeah, so she's kind of a communist, as it turns out. People don't guys, know that. She was, guys, she was into killing babies who were, quote, idiots. She was into eugenics. Hey, this listen. not great. She was such a communist. Another history corner. She was such a communist that the communists of the day came to her, and they were like, hey, you got to chill out. You're being crazy of communism, okay? You need to turn and it And listen, down. I hate it. I told Aaron today, she's going to have to trade in her Ford, because let me tell you, Henry Ford was a garbage person. Like, maybe the worst garbage person in America mm. in the last hundred years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm, yeah. I'm taking into account serial killers. He yeah. was not great. So Jeffrey this- Dahmer is in the afterlife fist pumping right now. It's like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> listen, so, uh, listen, I would stand by it. I would stand by it. He, so Ken Burns worked on this documentary for seven years. It is profound. It is the perfect balance of historical record. Tons of historians interviewed. And then personal reflection. People who actually, listen, he starts this thing out with Otto Frank. And I was like, oh, he going for the jugular on this one. Everyone should see these three episodes. It's 100% distracted radishes. I didn't look at my phone one Mm. time and it was six hours. It was six hours. This should be shown in schools. It should be shown during the halftime of the Super Bowl. Everyone should watch it. It is that 
profound. And when you watch it, you're not going to feel great about how it all feels super familiar. Do you know what I mean? Wow. It's not great. It's like, it's stunning. It was, it's such a well done documentary. I'm just thinking of this year's Super Bowl with Britney Spears and Ken Burns documentary. Like that would be that would be a move, but you know, let's innovate. I'm into Listen, it. Listen, I wish I wish we would have her perform and then he could do a documentary on her and yeah. then we could figure out what that situation is. Girl, you gotta stop posting carousels. You I, are giving I us all. I freaking warned y'all. I told you. <laughs> you now, gotta I'm like, watch it. She's behaving like someone who needs a conservator. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it. You know what I mean? I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay, um, okay. My green light is another documentary, uh, about as serious, about as important, um, you know, okay. about as tragic, honestly. Uh, and it's on Hulu. It's called Welcome to Wrexham. Uh, it stars Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney. Uh, and it basically is, uh, the episodic chronicling of Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney, uh, buying, uh, Wrexham AFC, which is one of the oldest, uh, one of, uh, the UK's pro- uh, oldest professional football clubs. And, uh, you know, I found... I was I, going into. I, I worried that I'd be distracted by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney. Like oh, yeah. I would just want them because they are so charismatic and so funny. And when they rip on each other, it's hilarious. But I, I really like both of them, especially Rob McElhaney. I, I'm a big fan of him. Mythic Quest and it's always sunny. Um, but they do a great job of letting them uh, hook you, you know, on the project, and then right. really letting the project breathe and the story about. Because I think it's an education for a lot of people who don't know. Uh, do understand professional uh, uh, football over there and and what relegation and promotion means um, and the ins and outs of like uh, the identity of a place to a team. I think we say that a lot, especially we're kind of going through it right now with our college football teams and conferences, and we don't really know what it means. And it feels like it's a, being absorbed into big business. But over there, they really do such a good job in this documentary about showing how the local identity is so tied to the team in a really lovely way. So it's, it's, um, I would say it feels a little bit like documentary Ted Lasso ish, um, uh, kind of a, a lot of heartfulness in it, a little bit more bad language than I thought. I was, I thought I was going to watch it with my son. There's just a lot of stray up bombs, you know? So I was right. like, okay, maybe I'm going to, maybe I'm, I'm going to do this by myself. Uh, but it's still, it's, it's a great, great documentary. Uh, so if you're at all interested in sports or, uh, learning about, professional football over there or you just like Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney I think you'll really like this documentary okay um, okay that's gonna do it for this episode of the podcast and before you go remember anytime you do any shopping on Amazon make sure to go to amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first our favorite item purchased using that link this week was Jamie this is a spectacular Skelebones costume for a five to seven year old Oh my gosh, it is the most adorable thing ever. It costs only $24.99. Now, it's got 4.5 stars with 2,200 ratings. All the one-star reviews I noticed were always posted within days of Halloween. Guys, you can't give a one-star review because you forgot to get your kid a costume. Okay? Come on. You can't do that. But the que- my favorite questions are, one, what day does this costume arrive at my house? Um, no, don't ask that. Okay. It shows you. They tell you. That's Second. Are you able to remove the hat and bow tie from this costume? Why would you do that? That's the point. It makes it adorable. And then my favorite, uh, can anyone tell me how many inches their kid is that wore the three to four T? And Samira answered, I don't know. (laughs) As always, Amazon's treat. Okay, guys, don't forget we are recapping the Great British Baking Show. We even explain why it's called the Great British Baking Show here and not called the Great British Bake Off. Uh, we're doing that on The More You Know. You can already sign up at noxandjamie.com slash Patreon. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox Coy. You can find me on socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.